0: Broadcasting live from the Phoenix Business Radio X studio in Tempe, Arizona, you are tuning in to Culture Crush with Kendra Maples. This podcast will dive into a variety of companies that
1: are crushing it with a great company culture. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Culture Crush Business Podcast. On this podcast, we focus on everything surrounding businesses with a good company culture. We do a deep dive into companies that are crushing it with a great culture and highlight the resources that are out there to help improve culture as well. Today, I'll get to our guests in just a second. It's a little bit different of an angle tied into the culture crush side and the company culture side of things today that I'm really excited about. Before I introduce our guests, I do want to mention our amazing sponsor. Gateway Bank. Remember when your banker knew you and cared about you? This experience still exists at Gateway Bank, the only community bank in Mesa, Arizona serving customers valley-wide and nationwide. With Gateway, you get fast personal service of a small bank with that convenience, security, and stability of a large one. Whether you need a loan or banking services for your business, they are here. Visit gcbaz.com forward slash culture crush for details and to set up a free consultation with Gateway Bank president, James Christensen. Now, let's jump into today. Um, I am super excited to have these lovely ladies in the studio. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little different of an angle of company culture that I'm really looking forward to. We have Denise Gredler, CEO and founder of Best Companies AZ. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. And with her from Best Companies AZ is Carrie Tremel, VP of Client Services and Operations. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I am so excited for this conversation because it's a little bit different, right? Usually we're highlighting who are those resources out there to help improve company culture, right? To go in and do the work. And then who are those companies out there that have a great culture? What are they doing? How are they growing? You guys are a little different because you are actually the voice amplifying the story for these companies that are growing great company cultures. You're their kind of cheerleader, spokesperson, marketing team and all of those things. So I'm excited to get into that with you both today. Before that, I want to start with just... I want to share with our listeners who, who are the ladies behind this amazing company with Best Companies AZ. So I want to hear about you guys. So, Denise, let's start with you. Tell us about you. Who's Denise? And then we'll get into all the company stuff.
0: I'm Denise Gredler, founder and owner of Best Companies AZ. And actually, I started the business about 22 years ago after I was actually laid off from a number 12 Fortune 100 Best Company. Oh, wow. Yes. So once I got laid off from the company, I decided to start a business. And the business was all built around identifying who the best companies were in Arizona.
1: I love that. And Denise, you were in Arizona when you were laid off and when you decided to start this business. Correct. How long have you been in Arizona for?
0: Well, I've been in Arizona three decades. Oh, because you
1: (laughs) are from Pennsylvania, you said. Yes,
0: yes. I I actually started, I'm an HR practitioner. I started the foundation as an HR practitioner working at Malin Bank in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And I was there five years and got laid off from there. Oh. (laughs) Um, but, But when I got laid off from there, I happened to be working for the director of employee relations who was in charge of, of laying people off and giving severances. So mm-hmm. I raised my hand, took a severance, drove across the country, moved to Arizona, and started my HR career here with another commercial finance company. Okay. Why Arizona? Well, I had family, some family out here, some cousins. My parents were going to retire out here. Now the whole entire crazy Italian family Mm -hmm. of mine lives out here. (laughs) So so we're all here. We're all here with my, I still have elderly parents living in um, Red Mountain. I live in Val Vista. My cousins, nephews nieces all live here in Arizona. The whole
1: shebang. The whole shebang. How fun is that? Were the, was the whole family already out here before you came? You were just, the last one.
0: Just two cousins. Okay. I was the third one. Okay. And then I brought everyone else.
1: Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. And now they're taking over. Right.
0: They have <laughs> taken over. <laughs> Literally. Literally taken over. <laughs>
1: I love that. Okay. And we'll get into more of Best Companies AZ. I, I love that I know now That you were laid off, and that's what led to it. Um, That happens a lot, especially you hear about that here in Phoenix. Phoenix is very much a hub for small businesses and entrepreneurs, and a lot of it starts from getting laid off, seeing a gap in what's going on, and knowing, okay, well, I can, I can solve that. And getting laid off really is just kind of the push that helps you get there. That was the case, honestly, with me with starting this business. So I love when that kind of it it's crummy, right? right, but it pushes you to build and grow something that's phenomenal and now twenty two years later, right you know you have this this great company so
0: right and it's it's good for us today because mm-hmm. i am we we help so many job seekers connect them to best companies mm-hmm. so I've been in their shoes um, yeah like so many companies have been laying off, as you all know the past year, and mm-hmm. we're connecting with a lot of them. I'm able to share my story and give them hope. And mm-hmm. when they see this platform that we built from being laid off, mm-hmm. it gives them hope that they can come up with a vision and dream to do something different or, or to advance their career in another industry or with mm-hmm. another company. So it's been a lot of fun. That's beautiful.
1: Carrie, tell us about you. How did you uh, get involved and connected for Best Companies AZ? And tell us about you. Well, who are you?
2: <laughs> I like Denise. I'm not from here. Grew up in Chicago. Okay. And then in college, moved out here. Um, snow is not my friend. <laughs> and so uh, I've been out here 22 years. So now Ooh. it's officially longer out here than I lived in Chicago. Okay. Which is funny,
1: but nice.
2: Yeah. So I've been in marketing and advertising for 25 plus years.
0: Okay.
1: And
2: here, LA, um, just. You know, being laid off several times within the advertising agencies, you lose a client, you get laid off. It's Mm -hmm. just natural. It's what happens and you kind of prepare for it. So I can relate to all these layoffs and all these people looking for jobs. I've had a lot of really bad cultures and companies. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know exactly what it is for these job seekers to want Mm -hmm. good culture. But I live in central Phoenix. I have a nine-year-old son and I found Denise rather... Interestingly, Um, during COVID, I had gotten laid off and I was working for a marketing agency and we did all beverages for restaurants. Okay. And so when COVID came, restaurants shut down immediately. And so that was it. It was a small company and it was like, okay. So I took that time, I went and got my mortgage. loan officer license. And I was like, I'm changing careers, oh, like, right?
0: Like, <laughs> completely as far away
2: from marketing as you can be. Worked through that, got it, got a job and just did not enjoy it. It was not my passion. Um, wasn't happy, but wasn't moving to change anything. Yeah. And a good friend of mine that I had worked with for a long time um, previously sent me this random part-time resume or uh, job description <laughs> and was like, hey, check this out. And I'm like, a, I never even told you I was looking for a job. <laughs> B, it's part-time. I'm a single mom. Like, what are you, what is going on, right? And he's like, I was so confused. I'm like, am I the right person? Did you mean to send this to me? And, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like, yes, you should check it out. I thought you'd be perfect, you know? And then sure enough, Denise and I got on the phone and it was a natural fit for what she was looking for and needed. And we just compliment each other really well. And so it was a no-brainer.
0: And it is a full-time job today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the reason for the part-time job, I'm, I'm reaching a point in my, my career, I'm in that last stage. So I'm, I'm really looking to find someone to work with and partner with over the next five to 10 years that I could pass the torch and mm-hmm. keep this, this vision and mission of identifying and promoting Arizona Best Companies Alive. I have the strong HR culture background from my corporate days. She has the marketing background. Yeah. It was like ah, a perfect it's a marriage. Great union. Perfect really marriage. Yeah. yeah, and
1: how beautiful that you already know that you you needed somebody, and she was the great fit, and that you're preparing so that you can step out. Right. So many times, especially in a in a growing business that's entrepreneur set and small business that owner, that, that visionary is so ingrained in what's happening yeah. and they can't necessarily see, hey, I need to grow this in a right. way so that I can step out of it. Right. So it's beautiful that you already see that. That's, you know, a piece of good company culture that you guys are building just yes. amongst you guys, which is fantastic. So tell us a little bit about Best Companies AZ. Like, what is it? We kind of know how you two came into this, spot with it. But what is it? What are you doing? How are you showcasing? Yeah. Who are you? I'll I'll
0: get started and then turn it over to Carrie. Okay. Um, When I originally started the business 20 plus years ago, I mentioned um, I built it on the foundation of bringing best place to work concept to Arizona. Mm -hmm. That was back in the day, 2002, 2003, where there were hardly any of these best place to work lists anywhere. Yeah. So the corporation that I worked for, I told you what we rated for number 12 on Fortune Magazine's list back in my corporate days. Yeah. So once I started my own business, I went back to that organization, the Great Place to Work Institute, and said, you know, I was really passionate and loved being involved in the Fortune 100 program. Would you partner with me in Arizona with my consulting firm to launch Arizona's first best place to work list? Never expected them to say yes, because this is Fortune Magazine's research partner. Nice. The next thing I know, there I am launching Arizona's very first Best Place to Work program. We had the Business Journal as our media partner, Mm -hmm. and the very first list here in Arizona was published in 2003 with 20 companies. And so in those early days of Best Companies AZ, I was an HR consulting firm. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of HR consulting. We helped companies launch surveys. We did survey analysis and action planning and helped them strengthen their culture. Mm -hmm. But that quickly evolved the last 10 years to the winners saying, Denise, you have this incredible platform, bestcompanyaz.com. Why don't you promote and showcase our companies on your website and mm-hmm. promote our company, your culture, the careers? And so it immediately evolved and shifted into more of a marketing and employer branding platform. Okay. And that is where we needed the expertise of someone like Carrie to, to carry the torch forward. I can help companies win awards. I know how to help companies win awards, but the marketing component was her expertise. Okay. So
2: we are essentially a boutique agency, right? Yeah. It's something that nobody else does a lot of times. And especially I've been in marketing and advertising for years. Employer branding was not something I was even aware of. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people aren't aware of employer branding being the the catalyst that's going to help people draw them into their companies Yeah, and how important it is, especially as the market's changing right now. So um, I think that what we're doing with, you know, email marketing, social media, events, awards, all the ways that we are helping companies promote themselves mm-hmm. is something that a lot of them don't even think about or do on their own. And so it's awesome that we get to do that on their behalf.
1: Yeah. And I've talked with so many companies that when it comes to the, the sharing of the story, right, mm-hmm. They might have a phenomenal company culture, right. but they're not telling anybody. Right, right. And they also don't understand that if they do tell everybody, mm-hmm. then that is beneficial in so many ways when it comes to recruiting and mm-hmm. and retention. You have your employees that are there that are showcasing and telling their friends. And right. so there's so many benefits to telling the story, right? It's one thing to be a great company and have a good culture, but the benefits of, hey, tell everybody else that you have this great culture so that they know that it makes it easier when you're hiring new people and all those things. So that's why it aligns so much with this podcast and what I'm doing and why I really wanted to have you guys and have this conversation because you are that that storyteller for them, right? And
2: we appreciate it. I mean, I've, I've watched just what Denise has done in the two years I've been here, but watching what she's done in the last 21 years, 22 mm-hmm. years, I mean, the business has evolved, the industry evolves, the market changes, mm-hmm. you know, COVID was a total game changer. Nobody expected that to happen. Nobody expected massive layoffs, massive shutdowns, mm-hmm. you know, and to watch how Denise has run the business through all these ups and downs of the industry and even how we're changing now. You know, I mean, the needs 10 years ago are no longer needed now and we're shifting and evolving. And it's fun to watch how Best Companies AZ does that because, you know, even in the last two years, I've watched the market shift and the industry shift and companies need different things. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to ebb and flow with them as their partner. Yeah. And it's just it's exciting to see that we're a small but mighty company that just does something and that
1: they need. And a lot of companies don't even know they need it yet. (laughs) Yeah. So as you are growing with this ebb and flow of the market and what's happening and what's changing, and you're helping share the story with companies, what does that look like when you are working with a company and when you're helping to share their story? What does that kind of look like? Like when you're, you know,
0: partnering with them as... Yeah, I'll client. speak from the HR side. Yeah. I, I kind of wear two hats okay. when we work with clients. Some clients that we work with um, will come to us. They have an amazing culture, but they have no awards. Mm-hmm. So they're coming to to us saying, hey, can you help us package our story? Can you help okay. us do some benchmarking to see how our company does stack up to mm-hmm. the the best places to work that we're promoting? So, so from a consulting side, I help them launch a survey. We do some benchmarking. We look at what their highlights are, that, where they're outperforming top companies, mm-hmm. and some developmental areas they may need. I have a team of HR consultants that okay. I would send, send refer them to to get help if they needed to strengthen their culture. And so that's where I enjoy spending my time, really helping companies package that story. And then once they win the award, then mm-hmm. they're eligible to showcase their company on our website. And that's when it converts mm. into the whole marketing arm of our business, where we do, as Carrie mentioned, um, just the optimization of our website. Um, the clients get high visibility on their culture, email mm-hmm. marketing, content marketing. So, so it kind of starts with me helping them tell their story and Carrie mm-hmm. helping them to promote their story. Yeah. Okay. Is that way. accurate? That's a really good way to yeah, that's 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 one example yeah. Yeah. of okay. a client that we would work with. Yeah. And we have so
2: many different clients. I mean, some are large, some are small. Some have really great employer brands, and we're just helping them mm-hmm. alongside. Some companies, no one knows who they are, and they have these amazing cultures and mm-hmm. amazing jobs. And, I mean, there's companies I never heard of until I started working with Best Companies AZ. And I'm like, what?
0: Mm-hmm. I wish I would
2: have known these, you know, years ago. Or... Or the benefits that they offer. I'm like, why would people not go work there? Yeah. It's
1: like a hidden secret. And it's another piece of that, right? Like you were saying, you're helping these companies that maybe have a good culture and don't have awards. How do they get those awards to then help amplify the recognition of what Mm -hmm. they're doing? But then the other side of things is even just showcasing the companies that are there that people should work for. Yep. I go on your website exactly. <laughs> probably 3 times a week. We see your email. I'm just <laughs> <saying. laughs> it pings Yes. check the She's website back again. <laughs> <laughs> again, because I'm looking I'm looking from different angles. Right. I'm looking at who are these companies, right. right? Who can we help support and showcase? And then on the other side, I have people come to me often saying, "Hey, do you know companies that are hiring?" Right. And I'm like, well, I have these conversations with Denise <laughs> yep, a yeah, lot yeah. of, you know, who is another company that I can support, and right. so I'm constantly looking at that part of your website too, which I love that you guys have that section, right, of just showcasing those companies and who are hiring too, right, right. right. And so, is that a new thing with showcasing? It's almost like a like a job board, right, for it's, those companies. It's,
2: Somewhat of a job board, but we don't (laughs) ever want to be a job board, right? Like Glassdoor, indeed. Yeah. Like, well, and we want quality over quantity. Yeah. So that's always what we aim for: is the job seekers that we're bringing to your culture to you know to your profile on our site to highlight Mm -hmm. your your business and culture and and careers are quality. Mm -hmm. They know that they are looking for something that this is an award-winning company that they want to be part of this that they have a, a pride about their their career or their job search that yeah you know maybe it's not the person that's just throwing resumes out there you yeah. know i mean yeah. every platform has its its place and yep. it's good
0: for what it does but we're looking for quality over quantity and so it's and we have yeah and we have so many different types of companies that all have a different culture mm-hmm. If you look at, you know, we have Voya Financial, for example. Mm -hmm. They're a finance company. And then we've had GoDaddy that is more of a technology company. So I always tell people we do a lot of coaching virtually every month, job seekers kind of guiding them to our site. I always tell them you have to go out, look at the company profile on our website, Mm -hmm. do the research, look at their About Us page, look at their mission, look at their vision, look at their, their Facebook posts or their LinkedIn posts, really get to know that culture. Mm -hmm. Because a culture at Voya could be very different Mm -hmm. than a culture at GoDaddy or a culture at Workiva. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to introduce, I mean, you really have to focus on the mission, your values, and what's going to be in alignment and with your passion.
1: Yeah, right. And all of those companies, I mean, that's that piece that sets them apart, right? They have these good cultures and they're they're starting to tell that story. You're helping amplify that story. Right. But you can go to their website and you can see about their mission and their values and their culture where a lot of other companies, they're like, well, like they don't even know to share their culture on their website. But
2: it's amazing how many of even our clients, they're award winners, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and really high prestigious award winners like Fortune, Forbes, Great Places to Work. I mean, these are big awards. Mm-hmm. They don't do it on their website. You can't figure out what it's like to work for them on their website. You know, as as a job seeker, I'm like, okay, I get what they do. Their mission and vision is there, but yeah. I can't feel like, what is the culture in that office? When I walk in, is it like stale or they, you know, everybody tried to be Google forever, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to, it's changed. It's just different. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's fun for us to be able to showcase different aspects of these clients that people never knew, or they don't even tout themselves. Mm-hmm.
1: And the shift, and not necessarily the shift, but going from how you started Best Companies AZ, and now there really is this marketing angle, this marketing focus, Right, um, it's just so beautiful. Because initially, when we were preparing for what was going to come up in this conversation, one of my questions I wanted to ask was, you know, well, what led you to focus on these companies and the companies that had a good culture? You told us a little bit about how you started, and then it shifted into, okay, well, now we really need to to market these companies right. too. And so I love that this is the focus. You're not a marketing company just for any, anyone. anyone. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's exclusive. It's If you have an award-winning culture... If you have awards, and these aren't just, like, awards that anybody can sign up for or pay to play. Yeah. It's employee satisfaction surveys, and it's saying these okay. employees have been surveyed, and these are the results. They're favorable and,
0: you know. Yeah. Over the years, I every now and then, I'd have somebody say, is this the Denise Best list? Right. And I'm like, <laughs> no, this is not the Denise yes. Best list. This truly is, like, I, I do a lot of research, and I follow Fortune 100 Best, uh-huh. Diversity, Inc., the ethics, the ethics award winners, mm-hmm. the veteran award winners. And I'm always researching the companies to try to identify which companies would be a good fit on our platform here in Arizona to showcase and promote them.
1: Because I'm sure there are companies out there that have some awards but are more of that like oh, pay yeah. to play. And it's oh, not yeah. necessarily from the staff, from the employees themselves. There's been right. a couple we've come across that I'm like,
2: I've worked there before. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure I would put that on our site. Like, and, and that's where if we ha- any company on our site, I know, we know that mm-hmm. they have done an employee survey and 80%, of, 80% favorable rates or 90% mm-hmm. favorable rates. We, we know that it's validated a best place to work. And if, you know, somebody were to complain, like how can you have them? They were a horrible company. I could always say 80% of the people right. love yes. working there. The other 20%, you, let's, uh, let us help you find another culture that right. might be a better fit for you. Well, and I think that's an important fact is, you know, speaking on culture, not every culture
2: is right for everybody, right? right? right. You have to understand what kind of work-life balance you need or what kind of person you are. You know, we are a fully remote office. And when we hire, not everybody can do fully remote, right? Mm -hmm. And so even our clients, we have some that are all in the office, some that are flexible, some that are hybrid, some that are remote. And that's a big deal. You Mm -hmm. have to understand what kind of culture you need to fit into. Because what's right for me might not be right for Denise,
1: might not be right for the other job seeker, but they're still great cultures. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you say that because that's come up in conversations in this room before. right? It's not that it's not a great culture. Right. It's just not a great culture fit for exactly. you. Right. You exactly. know? Right. You go You go jean shopping, right? If I go jean shopping with my mom, my mom is like a third of the size right. of me. <laughs> we might find the same jeans that we really like, but one is going to fit me very differently right. than the going to fit my mom. Right. And so not to say that it's not a company... With a great culture. Yeah. But just the fit of it is is what is important for individuals. And like you said, Carrie, it's, you know, remote, virtual, flexibility, in office. All of these factors right. are a factor in the culture. Right. Um, I think about companies that of like... Black Rifle Coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Very military-focused, yep. outdoor. Yeah. I mean, they have an archery range at their facility in Utah. Like, oh, yeah. wow. it's crazy yeah. intense. That is their culture. Right, right. That might not be right. best, right. You right. Know, the best fit for somebody. It's not that it doesn't have a good culture. Totally. It's just the fit that's there. Yeah, right. So when on that note, then, when you guys are working with these different companies, you're seeing all of these pieces— that factor into what culture even is. Do you have kind of your own interpretation of what company culture is? I mean, there's so many pieces factored into it. A lot of I, times it's like, oh, it's fluffy.
2: It's. Yeah. Culture <laughs> is a
0: very
1: broad word.
0: It is.
2: It comes down to it.
0: Yeah. My definition of culture actually goes back three decades, <laughs> but it's still current today. Okay. And I actually brought this with me because it is from the Great Place to Work Institute, who has been in business for three decades. And that was the company that I worked. I mean, when I um, won the Best Place to Work Award at my corporate employer, yeah. we were number 12 on their list. Um, and a lot of our clients have won this award. And three dec- decades later, they still have the same definition where a great place to work is one where employees trust the people they work for, mm-hmm. have pride in what they do, and enjoy the people they work with. Mm-hmm. So okay. it truly is over three decades, and they survey, they, they're global now. They, mm-hmm. they survey in every country for three decades, and it still boils down to that. It's all about trust, respect, credibility, pride, feeling fun, valued feeling valued today, a lot about belonging. Mm-hmm. So this, to me, is the hallmark of, of the definition of a um, great culture because they have three decades of research to support it.
2: I think that it's changed, too, because, you know— 30 years ago, 40 years ago, you stayed in a job regardless if you liked it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about, is this a fit for me? It's like, this is my job and I'm going to be loyal and stay, stick to it. And mm-hmm. this means I'm a good worker because I've been here 25 years, right? Mm-hmm. And now I think the culture or the the market or industry has changed so much because it's like people are getting really picky. Yeah. And they're going, okay. They can get picked. Yeah, they can, right? And, you know, there's a a shortage of workers, yet there's a lot of people unemployed. It just doesn't make sense. But they're going, okay, well, will I feel valued? I spend majority of my life at my job. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I like it? Do I like the people? Do I feel valued? Are you, are you growing me? Are you investing in me? Do mm-hmm. I have pet insurance? Do yes. I, you know, I mean, can I bring my yeah, pet to work? Yeah. And it's they're getting very picky. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's awesome. They get to, right? But now we're having to really highlight these cultures of our companies that we didn't have to before because it wasn't such a focus. And now it's like, well, do you have tuition reimbursement? If you don't, I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. I mean
0: these these job seekers are smart, <laughs> and there's a lot on mental, obviously mm-hmm. mental health, yeah. life balance, yeah. benefits, reimbursement for maternity doing leave, mm-hmm. yeah. counseling, maternity leave. So there, there's a lot of focus on will the com- company accommodate any type of mental health issues yep. with me or my family? Mm-hmm. And giving back, do they give back? Do they have
2: a philanthropy? You know, focus. For- that's amazing at a certain Gen X, I think it is, that's their focus, is like, what are they doing to better the the world? Yeah. And do they really do what they say?
1: Mm-hmm. We
2: get that question all the time for our clients is, yeah. okay, yeah. so you oh. highlight them with this feature or this benefit or this thing. Do they really do that? Like, are you just saying that because they're paying you? Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. they're not seeking out pay. Um, that's no. The, that's the other, you know, research. Pay is not the driver. It's not the top it's not the three. Top, yeah. It's not the top driver. And the really
1: neat part about all of these things, right, is it does boil down to what your definition yeah. was. Because it doesn't, it's all of these things that, <clears throat> excuse me, contribute to the person and the growth yep. and doing good in the world and doing good for humanity yep. and and that boiling down to the trust and the feeling valued. Yeah, um, And Kerry, to your point, how different it is, then, I yeah. mean, I think about, like, I have family and friends who's, like, whose parents worked in the mine. Yep. Yeah, And, like, totally. you literally—that's <laughs> a very hard core—you yeah. worked in the mine, you went, you did your job, you came home, yeah. you worked night shift. Like, these people were not going to work being like, oh, I feel so valued. Or right. being like, do right. you have maternity leave? Right. Do you have maternity
2: leave? Right. Can I bring my dog? I'm right. Gonna- that Can wasn't even, right, this right. day? Like, like, it wasn't
1: an option. It wasn't a thought, right? No. You went to work. You did your job. Yeah. You got paid. You went home. You right. fed your family. Right. You know? yep. That is what it was. And now there is such <laughs> <It's> a shift <laughs> yeah. in, um, and just like you said, with being a little bit pickier. And right. there are tons of jobs that are out there and also tons of people that are unemployed right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, you look at those numbers and it's like, yeah, but are they unemployed? By choice. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Are they unemployed because the economy and what's going on? Or are they unemployed because they're being picky? Right. Rightfully so. Right. About finding the place that's the right fit for them. Well, I think there's another factor
2: in that, too, that the industry is changing and how companies are hiring. And so I think the day of everybody sending one resume out to mm-hmm. every single company and not really putting in effort to understand what the job description is that they're applying for and how you match and how you showcase yourself to that that it's it's different and so i think there's an adjustment on the job seeker too that they can't just do this blank, blanket, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. resume send. And these talent acquisition people or recruiters or HR people are finding them. They're getting rejected. And there are mm-hmm. some really quality candidates that are not getting seen because of that. Mm-hmm. And so I think the whole shift of the the industry has affected both companies and job seekers. Mm-hmm.
1: And with those job seekers... Right. Like you said, you can't just blank send just, out right. all these mm-hmm. resumes. It's the no, it's the connections, right? Even
0: with it's all about connections. Yeah, yeah. Even
1: with all the jobs that you guys are showcasing, right? Even just that connection, a job seeker being able to say, I saw you listed as a company.
2: Right. With exactly. the companies they say, right.
1: like, what's the connecting piece instead of just, Here's my resume. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. They
0: need to show that they research, that they mm-hmm. need to share how their values align with the company's mission. They need to look at the job description. Yeah. And the experience that they're looking for and sell themselves, like show that they have the experience in the job description. And Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of work for job seekers.
2: Well, and even with AI, you know, it's the touchy subject, but (laughs) we're seeing that that's affecting people submitting resumes. If you don't have certain keywords that are in your resume or your cover letter, it's getting rejected. It's Mm -hmm. not because you're not a good fit, it's just you didn't do enough work to make it so that it got through the system. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: It's a systems game on that part. Yeah. Right. If yeah. you if your resume says Microsoft Word. Right. But the job description said Microsoft suite. Right. 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 And it's it's as detailed <laughs> yeah, exactly. as that, right? Because
2: unfortunately you have these people that are getting thousands of resumes every day. Mm-hmm. And you don't want them to work to see that you have the top three qualifications oh my gosh, just rewrite those three. I am able to do these things. Mm -hmm. It's simple, but it's just retraining and training people to put a little bit more effort in.
1: Yeah. And when you see individuals that are in the job-seeking mode, um, we just talked about a lot of these pieces of culture may not be anything that's listed on the website. It might not list anything about maternity, paternity leave. It might not list anything about will pay for your wellness or right. you can put this towards your Spotify account. Right, or, right. I mean, that yeah. was one that came up the other day was yeah. um, a staff member left a company because they didn't pay for her Spotify account. She was young. I think yeah. that's Gen Z, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, so I'm she, looking
2: at you very terrified because I'm like, if that's why you're quitting, sweetheart, yes. we
1: have issues. Yes. And, <laughs> but then she went to another company because that was part of their right. perks Right. they were going to pay her for her Spotify. I'm like,
2: Cool, that's okay. like $10,
1: you know, Den- I feel like you could have asked for this. <laughs> but- Denise and I laugh
2: okay. because it's like, not that we're, you know, aged out at all. But when we were growing up in our choice of jobs, it wasn't like you got these picky things. It was like, no. get in before your boss, leave after your boss. The yeah. Face- like time. Yeah. Was- like, you had to get in before the boss leave. You don't
0: even leave have an option of early. jeans, right? I mean, so yeah. we laugh
2: sometimes because we're like, oh my gosh,
1: what these kids are just...
0: I had to to? wear pantyhose (laughs) and skirts.
1: (laughs) I don't even think my stepdaughter knows what pantyhose are if you
0: said that. They're (laughs) leggings, right? I was in the commercial finance world, though, way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy because, I mean, some of the
2: people that work for us, even like they, or that we help find jobs, they've never experienced working in an office or Mm -hmm. this is just normal start of their career. Yeah. Their expectation is like, way up here, you yeah. know? And so it's interesting because it's going to be a different world.
1: Yeah. And so for some of those individuals, the younger ones, and maybe yeah. maybe our generation too, Of yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I love, I have to figure out how to rephrase this. I was going to say, I love what COVID did. <laughs> I, I don't love pandemics. Right, Let right. me rephrase that. I love the shift that it allowed yeah. us to make in business. Yes. Because the work that I do a lot of this work, yes, I am face-to-face with people and there's that community connection. But a lot of what I do, yeah, I could be remote. I could right. be in the mountains on my computer. Right. Right. I could be on a cruise ship on my right. computer. Like I could be in all these places because of what happened. Yeah. Prior to that, I was doing the same stuff. And it was like, nope, you got to be in the office. Right. You got to be right. in person. I'm like, that's that's not changing anything. And so with all of that, right, the shift— and now these changes mm-hmm. in these these perks, I right. guess, that are part of culture. How do how do people even find out? Like, how do they really so, get to know the companies? One
2: thing, I, I, I want to go back to a point you just made. But one of the ways that we help them um, find out about this stuff is through content. So okay. we'll break down, like, pieces, like tuition reimbursement. And we'll highlight cool. companies that offer this and kind of what their offer is, right? Mm-hmm. Some pay up front. Some you pay and get reimbursed. Okay. There's all these different ways, there's all these different avenues to get the same thing, right? There's best place for women, best, best places mm-hmm. for LGBTQ, best places for uh, working parents, best you know, in helping, Scottsdale. right? Best like, in Chandler helping mm-hmm. them, hi- helping taking small bits to let them know, oh, hey, I didn't know that work Eva gave. Wellness benefits, yeah. And I didn't know that Voya was fully remote, and they've got great benefits. And I didn't know that yeah. Desert Financial has a gym that you can use in their office. And you're, you know, I mean, there's all these perks that we help do in bite sizes, and then we'll put them out on social media and in email marketing, and so there's a there's a lot of promotion and marketing behind this so that people can find out about it. Because going to their website, you might not find that kind of information.
1: And that just amplifies even more the need that companies should see in you, right? Right. Because you are amplifying all of these different pieces. Yes. To really showcase the companies and what they're doing and the perks that they have. And so for companies to look at what you're doing and see, okay, well, we need you. Right. Yep those job seekers to look at what you're doing in the content to see, okay, I need to follow this to find those good companies. Right, right. It really just amplifies what you guys are doing with sharing the content, the visibility. When you're sharing all of this for companies, do you see the growth? I know there's metrics to it now that we look at that we didn't look at before, yeah. right? But do you see the growth in these companies when they start working with you and you're amplifying their story? They're having better retention rates or, you know, how does how does that piece of I guess the, the I guess the why, right? Why share why work this, with us? Yeah, why? why share that story about company culture? Like, why do you see this benefit when they are focused on their company culture, Maybe when it comes to like the amplifying side and the metrics side.
0: Again, Somewhere like in there every, is every, a question. every <laughs> company. Every company is different. Like, for example, Voya Financial, we started working with them pre COVID days, mm-hmm. actually, I think the year before COVID. And they needed, they were launching um, an office in Chandler, their call center in Chandler. So they needed help filling that building. Okay. And they didn't have a brand here. They have a Scottsdale branch, Mm -hmm. but they didn't have a brand. They didn't have the reputation. They didn't have a lot of the community partners here that we did. Mm -hmm. So we hit the ground running and made tremendous results with them. We immediately got them immersed into some of the award programs here in Arizona. They've been named a most admired. We got them on the most admired list. We did a lot of promotion of their to get them ready for the new building. Then COVID hit And they never got to go in that new building. Never. And they're fully remote now. So as, as of that, coming out of COVID now, they're still a client. We had to completely shift our strategy with them. And we're doing all remote hiring. And having tremendous success because usually companies, um, we focus more on your Arizona brand. Mm -hmm. Now, post-COVID, and Carrie can explain this more, we're really very successful in helping with remote hiring. Um, Many of our clients have told us that just looking at the stats um, that are coming in because they track ROI, We are right in line with Glassdoor, Indeed, Diversity Jobs, maybe even outperforming some other media platforms or job platforms. So the content, the marketing, everything that Carrie has implemented post-COVID has really just taken off and, again, has changed the trajectory of our organization. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, because you think, like, I came on right. Right as COVID was kind of dwindling down and everything was still remote, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody's still in a remote roles. And then six months later, everybody's trying to go back full-time, but nobody's doing it. Everybody's rejecting it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so, you know, it's like this this ping-pong of, like, how we're promoting our clients, right? Because now a lot of them aren't remote. They're flexible, and they want to be 100% in the office, but the culture is not allowing for that with Mm -hmm. post-COVID results, right? And so it's been interesting to see even just the last six months of where clients are at and what their needs are and how we promote them because Mm -hmm. we have to change as they are changing, as the market changes. And I think back to one of the points you made is like COVID helped with us being able to be remote. Mm -hmm. But I think something that we hear from our clients a lot too is it's hard to have a culture when you're remote 100%.
0: sustain that yeah, culture
2: like you have to really work at it and be much more intentional with your culture if you're remote because mm-hmm. you're not in the office you don't have you know the water cooler talk or the collaborative meetings that are just for the moment mm-hmm. and so I think that's something too that a lot of clients have had to really adjust and and work towards addressing
0: yeah yep. and it takes you back to that definition mm-hmm You know, they trust the people they work for, have pride in what they do, and enjoy the people they work with. Right. So if you're fully remote, full-time, you have to figure out ways to bring your people together.
1: And then I think the other part of it is addressing the purpose with bringing people together. Right. Exactly. So often I'll talk with companies, and they say, right, the culture, you you have to be in person to have a culture— or they say, you know, well, we have to be in person for everybody to be productive. And it's like, mm, it's <laughs> not quite the, true. is that really your reason? Because yeah. I get a lot more work done at home with yeah. the door closed right. and nobody walking through to talk at my desk right. or being pulled to this conversation or that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so... I actually just had this conversation with Adam Goodman from Goodman Interiors. I I like Adam We just talked (laughs) the other day about this because they're redoing their whole showroom. And he, they did research behind it to really set up the space in a way to build connection. The purpose of setting up that space different is not, it's for the culture, right? Yeah. But it's for people to build the connection. Right. Not not for the productivity. Right. He knows that they work just fine at home. right? Right. So, Building the new space in a way that allows them to connect and build culture, but also accept that, hey, that might not be their most productive day working. Right, right. 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 That's the piece that I'm like, Adam, could you just tell us that? Right. Everybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and we see that with
2: like a lot of our clients. They'll have, you know, movies in the office, they'll have ping pong, they'll have pickleball, they'll have barbecues, they'll have things. Ice cream socials to to bring people back into the office, Mm -hmm. to get people just to to see each other face-to-face. And I think that this hybrid or flexible model is our new future because we are learning how to be most productive when we're not in the office, Yes, Yes. but then learning the benefit of having face-to-face interaction.
1: You have to have the balance. Yeah, Yeah. And that's, I mean, again, to what you guys are doing, so important to be able to showcase this for those people that want to be in person or you guys had talked about some medical companies too right mm-hmm. if you're a nurse okay well you can't always work right. Mom, right 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 like so there's this balance of what's right for you what's the mm-hmm. right culture fit it might be a great culture it might not be a great cultural fit for you. Right. Right. So that's what I love with what you guys are doing and and showcasing all of this with companies.
2: Well, and it's fun to see, like Denise has such a passion for this. Like she not only just thrives on helping companies get awards, but she really enjoys helping people find careers, like dream jobs. And yeah, you can see so her weird. come alive.
0: Like, like, like I do I mean, these virtual events monthly and I just have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, people will come on the Zoom and would have everybody put in the chat, you know, what type of industry, what type of culture, what type of company. Yeah. And it to me, it's like a challenge to see, can I find the perfect fit for this quality candidate mm-hmm. that has put in a hundred resumes and still hasn't found their job? It, it really, truly is my passion. And mm-hmm. I'll be doing that until the day oh, for I die, sure. probably. <laughs>
1: I love yeah. this, and I, I know this firsthand. Yes. <laughs> I mentioned to Denise that, yes, while I have Culture Crush, I'm building this community in a way where I'm bringing all the resources together to help companies when they need to tap into right. the resources for improving culture. And at the same time, I'm at a really interesting point in my life where I still do want to be part of a bigger company mm-hmm. and part of making change and growth with them. So I mentioned this to Denise yeah. and now she's like, "Here you go, superhero. <laughs> I think I have a message." This <laughs> one Every week, here's I'm a job like, lead. Look at this. Oh, check out this company. Let me let me tell you about this person. I'm like, I feel like I have my own personal right, right. <laughs> like, well, advocate now. And <laughs> it's so
2: awesome because my brain doesn't think that way. My brain gets fired up for marketing and advertising and how to like get the message out right. <laughs> and then I, it goes blank when she's like, well, you know, where she's passionate, it's awesome. Just the teamwork for yeah. us yeah. because she comes alive there. I come alive here, and we just help these people tremendously and these clients. And so it's fun, just. To be part of a team that we have that collaboration and yeah.
0: that, that teamwork. There's so much satisfaction in knowing if we can find the perfect culture fit, yes. who's going to thrive in that culture? If yeah. we are responsible for right. finding that candidate, it just is very satisfying. I think my past— jobs or companies
2: I've worked for have been such bad cultures that
0: (laughs) I love helping people find
2: great cultures. I know.
0: And And, I got to work for many great cultures. Right, right. And and not
2: that I hated what I did. I really had a great, you know, career so far, but I just, it wasn't great cultures. And so I think it's awesome just being able to promote these companies that I had no idea even existed for some some of them. And others, yeah. I'm like, I didn't know they offered that. Like, sometimes we'll do tours. I'm like, wow.
0: Like, Denise and wow. I look at each other and we're like, do we want to quit this? Do you want to come work here? <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, Donor Network. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we were invited to do their top company, you know, um, social, award announcements. Yeah, ice cream ice cream social. social. And we got to meet the president and some of the employees and some virtually. But that building. It I, was awesome. I would go work in that building. Yeah. Like, I'm there. Do you want to hire me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See. There was
2: one other one we were in, and they were doing, like, B12 vitamin drips that day and like they had like a I mean they just the perks were amazing and her and I walked out and we're like, hmm. okay,
0: what do we what if we start Yeah, that's... we're like, do we want to end Best Companies
2: AZ right now and go there? Like, I mean, it's we have an amazing culture and I love it. It's just funny sometimes we're like, wow, who
1: knew this existed? If the perks are there, <laughs> it, I mean, that's how yeah. you do it. You make yeah. it so they want to go, they want to go in the office. They right. want to go. Yeah. You're like, I don't need to go home. I'm getting B12 shots right. Well,
2: I'm going to work out <laughs> right. before I leave. We just mm-hmm. talked about this. I was like, if you build a that they will come. Yeah. I mean, generally, I think a lot of people are going, okay, what is important to people and how do we make it so that they are comfortable in their job, that they yeah. love it? I mean, we all know when we love our job, we do it better. Oh, absolutely. That's a no-brainer, right? You're miserable. Yeah. You're not going to give that extra hour or that extra push or care about your client, you know? And so... You want people
1: to love where
2: they're at, what they do, who they're working with.
1: Well, and that's another piece of, you know, the, the data and the bottom line that so many companies want to see. Right. If your employees are thriving and healthy and happy, now they're wanting to go to work. They're wanting to, right. like you said, help the clients. They're healthy to be able to give 110%. Yep. Yep. Whereas if they're stressed... Their mental health declines, they yep. don't have that support. Yep. They're taking sick days. They're on medications that, Well, cool, now the companies are paying for yep. that, right? So all right. of these things influence the, the fact that building a great company and having good company culture is just a benefit in every single area. And then having the two of you to, to showcase and share those stories is just a phenomenal resource for companies out there. Well, and
2: it's easy in Arizona. We have so many companies here yeah. that have regional offices. And Arizona has so many great companies that it's easy for us in s- several different industries to mm-hmm. focus on them. And there's new industries coming in all the time. Yeah, We're constantly growing as a city. And so I think for us, we're like the best kept secret that We're hoping more people find out about and and realize what we can do for them because, you know, like you have these huge manufacturing companies coming in. And they have great cultures and care about people. You have a lot of health care. You have a lot of, I mean, we're huge in hospitality, right? Mm -hmm. And now that we're out of COVID. Yeah, yeah, like it's just, I think we have a lot of room for, or it's exciting to see what growth we could even have as a company in Mm -hmm. some of these newer industries or just with some companies that didn't know we existed.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully after today, we can share this story so that everyone knows that you exist you. and you're there to <laughs> essentially be their number one cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always
0: say we're your ego in the marketplace. Right. Like yes. some people don't like to self-promote.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. You need <laughs> that. i very seldom do these. Yeah. Right. But no, you, we are their ego. We're their champion. We're their, we're their extension right-hand. of their yeah. HR, marketing, yeah. employer branding, talent sourcing, corporate social responsibility teams. Right. And, and we are very passionate and enjoy an extension and promoting their great cultures. While
2: we're regional to Arizona with that as our main focus, we have a big national reach. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that no one really understands. That's what COVID brought us. Yeah. I I mean, I look at analytics. (laughs) I'm such a nerd with looking at our analytics and I'm looking at the states that people are coming into our, you know, site from. And I'm like, man, that's random. Like who knew Iowa had this massive amount of job seekers <laughs> that are coming to, you know, AZ, best companies, AZ, but it's,
0: Texas and California have always been. Colorado
2: is a huge one. Yeah, Virginia. Colorado. it's,
0: it's like, looking at Arizona. To coming yeah. in and looking at our mm-hmm.
2: site and applying for jobs. Yeah. So I it's interesting. That. So it's fun that it's growing from just, you know, super focused on regional to also national reaches yeah. for our clients.
1: So I love that. And I am... So excited for the continuous growth for the two of you and for thank Best you. Company, thank Daisy. Thank you. Um, I have to tell you, see, I told you it would go fast. Okay. <laughs> it's been an hour. <laughs> I look at my watch and I'm like, oh shit.
0: Yep. <laughs> like how fast the time <laughs>
1: and the conversation goes. I am just beyond excited that you guys came and had this conversation well, and that you trusted me with coming on the show, Jesse, our producer. So thank you. I'm really glad that we get to put the light on you guys and thank you. hopefully share with companies what you can do for them. So well, thank you yeah, for everything yeah.
0: you do. Thank you for inviting us. I I 22 years in business and I'm, I'm not a self-promoter. That's why I build a business around yeah. promoting other people. So thank you for staying on me to come here today. Yeah. I really and, enjoyed meeting the team. And yes. now
1: I get to share, you know, we get to share your story. Right. You are the ones telling everyone else the story. Now <laughs> yep. we get to tell your story. Okay. So um, as we wrap up, how if companies are listening yep. or job searchers are listening or, um, you know, what is that message to each one of them? How can they reach the okay. both of you when it's a job seeker listening or it is a company that's like, hey, we're a really good company and we should probably tell our story? Well, how can everyone reach you? Visit us at bestcompaniesaz.com for sure okay. um, as a job
2: seeker or an employer, but then follow us on our socials. We've got um, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, you name it. We're oh there, my. but we have <laughs> awesome resources for job seekers to help them navigate this industry, this market, how to find our clients, content, um... And so I think just following us and seeing, you know, what we're
0: offering to help them grow and find their dream jobs is the best way. Okay. And for any employer looking to, they need help writing awards or winning awards, or they want to, they have an award and they want to work with us, connect with me on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'd be happy to to talk to anyone. Awesome. Ladies, thank you. Thank, thank you. you.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Culture Crash Business Podcast. Crest Business is your hub for company culture resources. With deep cultural insights and years of expertise, we evaluate your company's needs, connect you with the precise resources to cultivate a thriving culture. Sometimes it might just mean telling your story mm-hmm. and matching you with the right company that can do that. Before we take off from this episode, I want to highlight a little bit more about our sponsor, Gateway Bank. This episode is sponsored by Gateway Bank, a community bank in Arizona that specializes in serving small businesses across the Valley and the country. Um, We're so excited and thankful to have them as a sponsor. They partnered with Culture Crush because they know the importance of company culture. They believe in hiring the best people and building the best company culture for them so that they deliver on the best experiences for the community. When you work with Gateway, you don't have to call a 1-800 number for support or submit a loan application and wait weeks or even months for an answer. You get fast, personal service from a team who knows you and cares about you. When Gateway was founded in 2007, the team had a vision of building a hometown bank that prioritizes people over, prof, over profits Over 15 years later, they're proud to still be one of the highest performing and highest rated company banks around. Whether you need a loan or a banking service, other banking services for your business, Gateway is there to help. Visit gcbaz.com forward slash culture crash for details and a free consultation with bank president James Christensen. All loans subject to approval, member FDIC. And that's it for today. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Culture Crush, the only podcast out there that does a deep dive of companies that are crushing it with a great company culture. If you think your company has a strong culture that should be highlighted, please reach out to Kendra Maples on LinkedIn or email us at
1: culturecrushpodcast at gmail.com.